Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. How are you doing today? I am your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. This is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need for your Christ and crypto for the day. And as I love to say, Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future because in him, you are a new creation. Guys, welcome. Today, we're going to talk about in episode 143, it is another Mortal Kombat pairing. Chainlink and Swift versus Ripple. Is that the question? Which will the banks choose? Oh, hot diggity. We don't want to miss out on this. But before we get into that, please like, subscribe, share, do the social media thing. I appreciate all of you guys. Hit that notification button. And without further ado, let's get into this. So I came across this article here oh, yesterday. Um, when I came across this yesterday, there's been a lot of news since the time I was like, okay, today is the episode I am going to do tomorrow morning. We have, you know, the interview. Um, we have the interview with uh, Lugino, the CEO of Safe Haven, coming out here in a couple hours. So I had to pre-plan to put this as episode 144. And then I was looking for another episode that I was going to do in the middle. And that's when I came across this little interesting battle here. And when I came across this article, is a full swift chain link integration closer than we think? Now, I know they've been talking about this since technically 2018. If you are part of the chain, excuse me, the link Marines, I'm sure they have known this. And we see right now chain links around $9.69. I think a couple years ago, chain link was sitting around 20 cents around this time. And so they're sitting here saying, that the Society of World Bank Interbank Financial Telecommunications, SWIFT, has been integrating with Chainlink. Now, this article is kind of like a, they're going to work with Chainlink and not Ripple. They're going to work with Chainlink and not Ripple. That's kind of the point of this article. And it goes about SWIFT and the blockchain. And it here's here, are SWIFT and Chainlink working together? Chainlink has always been relatively secret about their work with Swift in terms of releasing details about their partnership. The smart contract website states that we're proud to be working with Swift on their own Swift smart oracle, allowing smart contracts on various networks to make payments, send governance instructions, and release collateral with over 11,000 banks. Swift have also confirmed on their website they are working with Chainlink or smart contract now i think that's interesting because you can see here back in 2016 you see swift um uh when swift and smart contract chain link right uh kind of work together at the same little presentation uh which you could see in 2017 they also met up in 2019 right so i wouldn't be right and it says hold up aren't swift gpi working with r3 and corda now here's some more fud where they say that R3 doesn't necessarily need XRP to settle. Uh, well, that's kind of the point of R3 if anyone knows that. Now, I'm not saying that Chainlink's not working with Swift. I'm saying whoever wrote this article is obviously leaning more towards a Chainlink partnership. 
Now, he quotes here, it says, um, what Oracle service could R3 be referring to? It says here that in 2019, there was a video presentation on Open and Blockchain talking about R3 working with an Oracle. Chainlink is not the only Oracle service, but they said if you dig deeper, you can tell it is them. Now, it says, does this mean anything for XRP? You may have heard that the quarter platform can, can send and receive XRP transactions. With this being the first crypto that has brought into the quarter blockchain, Swift has denied any links to XRP. Now, we know that's not true. We know that XRP is working with ISO 20022, um, which is basically going to replace Swift. But we'll continue to read this article before I show you the next as aspect of this podcast. It says, According to their chief mark, their CMO, chief marketing officer, there is a still little appetite for settlement and settlement in cryptocurrencies. Which I don't know. Everyone doing a CBDC, how are you not settling in a digital asset? And pressing need for fast and safe settlement in fiat currencies. Well, if you're, I'm gonna read that again to you. There is still little appetite for settlement in cryptocurrencies and a pressing need for fast and safe settlement and fiat currencies. What's interesting to me is XRP is the bridge between the two fiat currencies. You're technically not settling in XRP. You're using XRP as the bridge and as the transition. But it doesn't mean SWIFT can't work with Chainlink. It doesn't mean that. Chainlink can move with SWIFT because you know why? SWIFT is a messaging system. SWIFT does not send money, okay? That is the interesting thing with me, but we're going to move into that because um, it said, what would the SWIFT partnership mean for Chainlink? Full integration with SWIFT would signify broadening Chainlink's use cases on a global stage. In 2019 alone, $77 trillion in value was sent over the SWIFT GPI. This could dramatically increase the demand for need for Chainlink oracles across the sector. That is a pretty big thing. Sergey Nazarov once said he thinks that Chainlink will become the standard Oracle solution for smart contracts. Could you guys see um, Chainlink becoming the standard? Now, I find that interesting because we always say XRP the standard, but I thought that was an interesting thing. It's kind of a dig. We're directly saying Swift is only going to work with Chainlink and not XRP. Well, after I found this article, this article came out. On XRP Arcade, I believe Leonidas posted this yesterday. And it said that Ebis adds Ripple connectivity to Swiss Route, offering both Swift and Ripple in one platform. Whoa, that just messed up that whole article. Here is a Swift bank, and I think I just talked to you guys about the Swiss bank here to provide on episode 139, there's a Swift bank that worth 30 billion in assets going to deal in crypto. That is in episode 139. Well, here, guys, Swift Route has been developed by IBIS or IBIS Management Associated Associates in partnership with Finstra to provide institutions with connectivity to the Swift payment gateway. With SwissWealth, clients don't need to acquire or license any other proprietary Swift hardware and software required to connect to their network. Instead, they can leverage Ibis, Ibis secure cloud-based services. Now, you see here, there is a tweet here sent out. It says, through RippleNet, this is by IBIS Manager, through RippleNet, you will discover 
and be discovered by new partners that will expand your global banking reach. The ease of Ripple makes it possible to cross borders into new markets, new currencies, and new banking partnerships. Contact us today to find out more about the new Swiss route and Ripple bundle. Now that's interesting, right? You see here, Ripple and Swift unite on one platform. Ripple and Swift unite on one platform. Again, Ripple and Swift unite on one platform. So the person that's writing this article, I think they jumped the gun just a little bit back here when they're saying it's Swift and Chainlink only. It can't be XRP. Now, okay, Abus describes RippleNet as. Let's see what they're. Let's see what they say. A blockchain-based solution that removes the friction in cross-border payments by enabling the world to securely move money the way information moves today. The solution works within a large network of partners. These networks enable financial institutions to efficiently engage with hundreds of counterparties and settle payments in real time with a single API connect connection. Joining RippleNet gives you access to software to enable fast, transparent, and reliable cross-border payments, one standardized API for all counterparty connections, a network of global banks, and the payment providers governed by rules and functionality standards. Now remember, Ripple has been working with regulators. Chainlink is not working with regulators. So Chainlink, I don't think... Now, Chainlink Marines, please let me know if I am incorrect about this but Chainlink does not move money they move information right they're going to help move the information to help move the swift banking messaging system ripple on the xrp ledger will move the money so when we see this actually on ibismanagement.com here this is the actual article on their ibs management associates Ripple, uh, Swiss route, RippleNet adapter, okay? This will give clients an option to choose whether to use Swift or use Ripple. This is a big deal. So we're gonna, here, here's it. You walk into a bank, they say, I need to, I wanna send money to, to from the US to the Philippines. They say, you can use two different options. You can use the Swift messaging system or you can use the RippleNet. You choose. Now, Swift right now, I don't know, 30, 35 bucks. Maybe with Chainlink, it goes down to 20, 25 dollars. They're gonna charge maybe five, ten dollars to use RippleNet because to sell is three seconds and it's faster. So this gives it up a chance up to the client or the customer or the bank to how they use. But here you see a Swift bank giving the option for you to use Swift or Ripple on one platform, how do you want to send your money? How do you want to make that connectivity? Let me know what you think below about this article, about these articles. Who wins the battle? Who wins the battle between Chainlink and XRP? Which bank will choose what? And what will the customers use when they have the option to do it? Let me know what you think below. But before we get out of here, you know I got to give you your Christ after your crypto. And here it is, Philippians chapter two, verse three. Do nothing out of self-ambition or vain conceit. Rather in humility, 
value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You know I could talk about scripture forever, and I do on the weekends during our Sunday scriptures. So please tune in to those Sunday scriptures when we do this. I love it. I love Jesus. I love God. I love you guys. And I love talking Christ and crypto. But instead of me going on for another 13, 14 hours, I want you guys to watch some other of my videos. So below here, let me know what you think about this battle. Who wins? Who wins? You saw me talk about Quant and XRP earlier. Since that point, XRP has skyrocketed. Quant has not moved. But Quant, I still got some faith in. But so far, who wins this battle? Chainlink right now, guys. Chainlink right now is killing the game. Over the last seven days, it's up 36%. So, short term or long term, who wins this battle? Anyway, guys, do the social media thing. Comment below, like, subscribe. You know what to do. Let me know what you think. This is the end of episode 143. I am your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is a place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. This is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need for your Christ and crypto for the day. Because as I love to say, Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future because in him, you are a new creation. Guys, please tune in to the interview with CEO Safe Haven Lugino. It will be dropping here in a few hours. Please hit that. You don't want to miss that gem. That is a gem. That is a project that I promise you, you don't want to miss out on. And please remember, God loves you. I love you. You are loved. And until next time, guys, peace and love. God bless you all. Later, guys.